I'm Gandhi Thompson, and welcome to The Soul Story, where we share stories and save souls. Hello, and welcome back to Transformative Soul Care. Our conversation today continues with the book of Ruth. And we've been having such a good time with Sharice Johnson that I think last week we kind of just jumped from the (laughs) middle of chapter three into chapter four. But we want to go back a little bit because before we wrap up this series, Sharice, I do think it's important that we unpack a little bit of the conversation of what happened to the point where we have this agreement taking place. So, you know, we, we, we looked at the fact that Ruth did everything Naomi told her to do. And, you know, as a result of that, she got the attention of Boaz. Boaz is saying, hey, look, I, I, I think I want to redeem you, but hold up one minute. There's somebody else next in line. And so what, what, what I like about what Boaz is, is he goes now and he has a conversation to the next of kin in the conference of elders. In essence, he is making sure that this isn't no behind the, the curtain or behind closed doors conversation. We are establishing what's happening in the presence of witnesses. And then he brings up the point that, hey, we, hey, guy, he's saying, look, you're, you're next of kin to Amalek's um, estate. Do you want to redeem? Do you want to redeem this? And, and what does that mean to you when he talks about the redemption of the land and how that also included um, Naomi as a part of the package? Speak to that. To speak to that for a minute, Sharis. Well, it actually includes Ruth as a part of the package. Um, the whole idea of the importance of land keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I laughed because nowadays you have men, they take you from your parents' house and they put you in an apartment. <laughs> or you, or, or the tendency of a woman to always have a piece of property. But where, where we have here is in this text, it speaks to the fact that they, their ability to buy land. Mm-hmm. So here we have Boaz offering them land. Wow. <laughs> and in acquiring this land, like you said, they acquire everything that comes along with it. And he realizes that, hey, if I was to redeem it now, it jeopardizes my inheritance. Mm-hmm. But if nobody else is interested, then I will buy you. For, I will redeem you myself. Um, but I keep thinking, Dr. Gandhi, about the importance of land mm-hmm. in this day that speaks to its prosperity. Mm-hmm. And we're raising a generation that doesn't understand the importance of land that doesn't understand the importance of building something for ourselves before we acquire. We always want to inherit. Mm -hmm. We always want to, somebody to give us something, but we ourselves aren't building towards what it is that we can acquire. And I see this coming out so strong in this exact text. yeah, I, I think I think you brought up a good point about the land, um, and also today's uh, or well, I wouldn't even I don't even know if I should say today's culture or today's perspective about land because more so than my my generation where where it was important for us to um, to acquire land. What I like about um, I think Boaz's position is he's not as concerned about the land as he is concerned about 
what is attached to the land, yes. which is Naomi. I mean, which is Ruth, sorry, I keep saying Naomi, which is Ruth. And so I think a lot of times that we can be focused on um, one aspect of 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 what of 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 a thing and miss a, a critical part of a thing and in that we 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 think we're getting a better value here but every time the bible is read and, and somebody goes to the book of ruth we we have boaz's name because of his perspective on the value that was attached not so much just to the land but the person attached to the land or the person that came a part of the package deal with the land um uh, it, it it speaks to us that we have to be very very our perspective has to be very clear we have to to really notice what all is assigned to the agreements that we connect to and the agreements we walk away from because boaz was like look I, I need to acquire this land to acquire the relationship with Naomi that, I mean, with, to, to acquire the relationship with Ruth that I want to have. And for that purpose, he was prepared to purchase the land and all that was accompanied with it or accompanied to it. And I like the fact that, um, you know, he established all of this, and we said this already, that he established all of this in the presence of witness. And, and then he did the whole sandal agreement, the customary agreement, like, like, Let's make sure you don't renege on this 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 deal yes. we have for you. Spot the yes. the um, the qualities in in Naomi, and all of a sudden want to want to change. Let's 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 continue this agreement, and and he did what he was supposed to do, and um, he made sure in the presence of witnesses that he was able to um, acquire the land. How this is now unfolding into. To everything, this is where we're getting now, almost to the end of, of this of this chapter, where we see all that um, this Moabite woman leaving her hometown to come back with Naomi, and now all of a sudden things are in place for her to marry Boaz. What is this saying to you, Sharis? Wow, <laughs> I. I am still baffled over the fact that Boaz could have very well said, hey, forget about my inheritance. I want this woman. But he was willing to sacrifice his own agenda to ensure that nobody else wanted to inquire, to mm -hmm. acquire this land. Mm -hmm. So he put off his own feelings and to accommodate, to make sure, basically, nobody else wants to acquire this land. Um, <laughs> it, it's interesting, right? And it is very interesting. It, it, it is interesting because I like to that now we have the people, uh, the witnesses, um, acknowledging what's happening, and all, and to some degree, declaring a blessing. Because when we look at, at Chapter 4, verse 11 says, Then all the people who were at the gates and the elders said, We are witnesses. May the Lord make the woman who is coming into your house, like Rachel and Leah, who, the, who together built up the house of Israel, may you act worthily in Epithah and be known and be renowned, sorry, in Bethlehem. And may your house be like the house of Perez, whom Tamar brought to Judah because of the offspring that the Lord will give you by this young woman. And now we, we, we're trying to see the people are coming into agreement and declaring children upon them 
Um, and it goes on to says, and so Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife, and he went into her, and the Lord gave a conception, and she bore a son. Ah, yes. she bore a son. Yes. You know what is interesting to me as you were reading what mm-hmm. came out to me is the lineage of the fact that Ruth was not mm-hmm. originally a part of this, yet the connection of Rachel, Rachel mm-hmm. and Leah mm-hmm. and the connection of Perez, mm-hmm. it, it God is amazing. Mm-hmm. God it has written her story. And, and and as the people had blessed her that, you know, or prayed that her children be, that their children or their offspring be blessed, we see it happens. She goes in with her husband, you know, um, they did their to-do, yes. and she bore him a son. And then I like, I like what it says, then the woman said to Naomi, blessed be the Lord who has not left you this day without a redeemer, and may his name be renowned in Israel. This was the same Naomi a couple chapters back. Yes. It was like, call me Mara. Because I came back empty, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but the Lord had not left. And, and yes. you, there was Naomi asking them to call her empty. And now it's them, these people reminding her that, look, God had yes. you. God had you. Um, and and, and I, I could just imagine what that looked and felt like. For, for Naomi because uh, sometimes when we go back over our life and we look at persons we disconnected with and persons we, we stayed connected with and here it is this child or this daughter-in-law is now um, has now aligned you again you know with all things fruitful um, and, and all things prosperous what, what kind of hope does that bring to, to us today um, um, and, and can you imagine what kind of hope that brought to Naomi <clears throat> I think sometimes when the Lord empties us, he really empties us to fill us. Wow, um, that's, that's important. That is very important. I think about a glass. If you want something new in this glass, that glass has to get empty. So even though she was full, even though, even as you pour into this glass, you can't pour into a full glass and still get something new. That glass has to be emptied. Mm-hmm. And not only that, if you remember, Naomi says, hey, I can't have a son. And even if I was to have a son, are you going to wait until he grows up? But here it is. We see this same son that's now has been has not been born from Ruth becoming a restorer of life for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that, that is a very good point because um, we, we see Naomi, who, whose name means pleasant, uh, wanted to be called Mara, which, which references bitterness, um, in a place now where she's being pleasant again in terms yes. of people are, are establishing the, pleasant, the pleasantness about her. Um, and, and also what I find funny, in, and it brings me back to what we discussed uh, a few weeks ago when we were looking at Samuel because, um, you know, the people are saying, saying to us, this daughter-in-law, is she not better to you than seven sons? And I remember when we were looking at the, the scripture with Samuel, we were, we were saying how um, Samuel's father was saying before uh, um, 
am I not better than 10, 10 sons, you know, uh, as a husband? And, and so he was saying this to, to um, Samuel's mom. But here we see the value of sons, but also we see this comparison that this woman, um, they're, they're the, the people in the community saying, isn't this woman, um, isn't the, for your daughter-in-law who loves you, who is more than seven sons has given birth to him? You know, and then it talks about then Naomi takes the child and laid him on a lap and becomes his nurse. And the women of the neighborhood gave him a name saying, a son has been born to Naomi. They named him Obed, and he was the father of Jesse, the father of David. And so we see now this woman who seemingly have lost everything. And you talked about this emptiness. Um, again, is full on it, and again, establishes the name that was already given to Pleasant in a place where um, she's now returning home. And she's not boasting of this. You know, the, the, the people... Uh, uh, are, are referring to, to what they've seen God done in her life. And so many times we go through tests and we go through trials um, and the same, um, I'm, I'm thinking about where it says, he prepares a table before you in the presence of, of your enemies or in essence where God blesses us in the front, in the front of other people um, even when we can't see it happening at the onset of it, but God restores and brings us into a place of, of healing and restoration. What 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 does that say to somebody who is probably has lost a lot over the last couple of weeks? This pandemic has drained a lot of people. Um, there are a lot of people hurting that that they don't see a recovery from this. They don't see a restoration from this. They they can't find a kinsman redeemer. They they're thinking all oh, is lost for them. Shares. What words of hope do you have for these um, women and men out there that may be listening? I keep hearing in my ears. Even when I don't see it, he's working. Even when I can't feel it, he's working. He mm -hmm. never stopped. Mm -hmm. He never stopped working. Mm -hmm. And that is what I see in this story, that God has been working and is working behind the scenes, causing his perfect plan to be played out in our lives. And what we have to do is just remain remain committed to being processed by this God. Wow, that process is, a, is an amazing word because um, a lot of times when we think of process, we think of additions. Um, we think of things being added into yes. us to make us greater or to make us better. But there is a stripping part of the process that yes. we never talk about. Like I was making potato salad the other day for my for my kids, and I was I was adding in the the I I, I was adding in the mayo and the mustard, a little bit of mustard, and I was you know cutting the the egg up, mashing the egg up to blend in. When my when my daughter who was helping me make the potato salad. Um, joined in. She just saw that part of it. She missed the part of the scraping of the, of the washing of the potatoes first, then the peeling of the potatoes, yes. then the cutting yes. up of the potatoes, yes. then she missed the, the, the again washing of the potatoes, and then the boiling of the yes. eggs and the potatoes. So she missed all of that heat and all of that hard part yeah. of, of the process that made the potatoes, potato salad so good at the end. And similarly, there are many of you that are in the cutting phase. Things are, are being shaved. If you're at the peeling stage, you're at the boiling stage, you feel as if you've been under immense pressure for such a long time and you're trying to figure out, can this be beautiful at the end of the day? And I want to encourage you. It can be beautiful at the end of, uh, end of the day. Just how that potato salad turned out, um, where it, it all worked together, where all the parts came together, where um, 
certain parts from different parts but the, the mayo and the and and the mustard was in the fridge when everything came together it it was delightful and it was de- it was delectable and and uh, my kids enjoyed similarly what god is processing in you is going to be of the benefit of those around you and so i want to encourage you if you've been listening to these podcasts please feel free to send us an email but may god continue to bless you shas thank you so much for all of your wisdom and insight into the book of ruth uh we hope to have you back and to those of you listening you can find shas on facebook um samus shas i believe you are is that, is that yes you are? that's correct if you need to connect with her for any um any other private nuggets please feel free to do so god bless you and have a good day listening to the soul story podcast for more information visit my website candythompson.com or follow me on facebook and instagram at transformative soul care